are digital nomads. We work anywhere. We're not limited by location. We're not limited by self-belief. We are works in progress. I'm Beck Power, and this is the Nomad Me Podcast. Welcome to the Nomad Me Podcast. This is episode six. Today, we are speaking with John Logar, one of my favorite entrepreneurs. He earns seven figures a month using funnels, and he teaches people how to be consultants and earn much more than they ever imagined. Let's do this. John Logar. Big power. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what? I've been following you for quite a few years now. Um, I'm excited to talk to you face-to-face. It's our first face-to-face call, isn't it? Yeah, and I've been in Bangkok so many times and I keep missing you when I'm Have there. You? I didn't even yeah, know I, that. I was there. I reached out a few times, but for whatever reason, our paths were unable to cross. So I, I was, uh, I've been, in fact, you were at another conference in Bangkok while I was at another conference just recently. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> crazy. Well, uh, I would love to see you next time you're here. Definitely. I'll drop everything. <laughs> a little bit later this year, probably. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm based here for a while. So um, I am excited that you're my first um, interview for the podcast. Thank because you. obviously I love you and I love what you do, but it's one thing that I'm really um, passionate about in the digital nomad space, um, and we'll talk about how you are a nomad, which I didn't know before this call, um, is that you encourage people to make more money it's not just about doing a job and getting it done and making some money you like want to bring like kind of lift people to these kind of lofty heights as as i have a um a like a a feeling or a theory that a lot of nomads just want to live off the smell of an oily rag Mm -hmm. and you have the opposite mindset to that and that is what i love but um Anyway, let's get started. Tell, tell us what it is that you do, how you're a nomad. How I'm a nomad. Okay, well, I would say that I'm a, I would say I'm a proper nomad in the parentheses. Uh, probably the last four years, I've, I've pretty much been on an airplane every three to five days. Every fortnight, I'm on an international flight, uh, whether it be to the United States or to Asia or to uh, whatever part of the world that I'm traveling to. Um, I've been on the go for literally four years. So I run uh, two businesses. I have a consulting um, a training uh, service that I teach uh, people how to establish their consulting businesses uh, in marketing and also those who are freelancers who are actually providing services, how that can actually scale up and actually build a business. So a lot of people I work with are uh, location independent. Uh, their clients are from all over the world. They, you know, I've worked with people in Brazil who've got clients in the UK and the US. And so I teach a lot of people who are on the go, um, living their own nomadic lifestyle, uh, or they're, they're, you know, they're traveling and they're location independent. So you're right about the thing about, um, I guess, helping people understand that they should be building a business. Like if you're actually providing a service, um, it doesn't matter where you're traveling to, you're still going to end up having costs. You're still going to end up wanting to, uh, if you're traveling, you want to have experiences. So you want to generate resources to be able to have those experiences. Um, You know, a lot of people go to Southeast Asia and I call it coconut cash, you know, or there's a coin is is coconut cash. Like you only make enough money and you can have a pretty good lifestyle in Southeast Asia. Um, for a relatively uh, low amount of income uh, and you can do lots of things and you can experience lots of things but you're 
you're, you're basically limited to uh, how much resource you have at the time that you're living. And when, and I find, like I've been doing this for four years solid. I mean, I've traveled all my life, but four years solid. Um, a lot of people forget that one day you're going to go back to where you came from uh, or you're going to settle somewhere and you incur taxes and all these sorts of other expenses that you haven't had to think about in terms of creating a life or creating a business. So for me, it's like, you know, uh, be clear about what you want, build a business, create a team. Uh, you can still have the lifestyle and you can still uh, live an incredible um, a life on the road, but at the same time, make sure that you're looking after yourself and that you're actually building something that supports you um, for many years to come, you know? Yes. So that's what I do. Yeah, cool. So let's talk a little bit more about how that works because mm -hmm. I was um, a big fan of yours and still am obviously about a few years ago when I first started reading your stuff. Uh -huh. um, and and I and I it really resonated with me because it because at that time I was um, I had no money and I was looking for something that I could do from scratch mm -hmm. and um, and I followed your instructions, called around, got a customer. Um, how can you talk me through just the process of how what you do works? All right. So the easiest thing is is that if you want, like you can work from anywhere. If we have one of these devices here, like a laptop, have a laptop, will travel, can work anywhere. Basically, we live in a life in a world where a global economy. So if we can provide services, location independent. So you might be you, you might be great at creating video content. You might be great at uh, doing search engine optimization. You might be good at managing AdWords accounts. You might be good at doing Facebook ads. You might be good at curating Facebook posts. You might be a developer, a coder, a graphic designer. You have a skill. Um, so first of all, if there's something that you understand, or let's say you understand funnel building or email marketing, um, so you have a skill at first that you know that has some level of value. So to validate the value, my question, is who's selling what I do you know if I'm if I'm in AdWords I know that there's hundreds of people that sell AdWords I know that AdWords um, is a viable product or a valid product that I can sell uh, I need to manage that so I need to generate some income I've got to put a price on that there are some costs involved um, I might even outsource it so I don't even actually have to do the work I could actually subcontract the work to somebody else and make a margin in between so that I don't have to do, don't have to think about the strategy or the tactic or all I do is got to generate the client. So first of all is what is a skill? What have you got as a skill? Now there's the thing I love about what we do in the world and I love about the internet is uh, a few years back and I would say probably about uh, eight or well, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know how, when they started, but Fiverr 10 years ago kind of got off the ground right? Uh, how to do small jobs and tasks for $5. Well, if you hop on Fiverr now, uh, people are offering those same tasks for $100, $20, $50 or more dollars. So these are more complex tasks. They're actually starting to value their tasks at a higher level. So you can, if you're a person who does SEO, you can go to Fiverr and say, hey, I'll build your SEO profile or program, uh, get you some ranking, give you some good quality linking for um, you know, $100 or whatever your service is. So the arbitrage of services and what we do is very, very easy and very accessible. Uh, in the old days, and I say the old days was back you know, 15, 20 years ago, the old days of the internet, um, uh, you, we had services like Rent-A-Coder, um, Freelance or Elancer, now it's Upwork. Uh, so you can actually put your services online and say, I've got a skill, I've got a service, if you need that help, I can devote some time and this is my hourly rate. So 
The first thing is, is what is the skill? What do you do? The second thing is, who's going to benefit from that? Who needs to buy that? And it's really easy to find that out. Just check out where people are marketing those services and it shows you who's buying those services. Uh, I look at agencies. If I was running an AdWords agency or a Facebook agency, and I can do that from anywhere in the world because I've got the internet, right? My thing is, if I want to work, if I'm, let's say I'm in Southeast Asia, the nearest uh, uh, country that has reasonable hours is Australia. Right, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, you know, you could get up at uh, uh, eight o'clock in the morning, and it's still daytime business hours in uh, Australia, New Zealand. Right. Um, so I could I could actually target people online by shooting them an email and say, Hey, do you need help with your Facebook ads? Do you need help with your um, uh, AdWord campaign? Do you uh, would you like me to craft an email marketing campaign to nurture your customers? So it's very easy to identify businesses. Uh, and so I'll start from that process. Know what you're selling, who's going to benefit the most. Uh, and if they are going to benefit the most, the fastest way to get to people is to put your services out there on these sites like Fiverr and Upwork. The other thing that you can do is use social media. Uh, I'll give you an example. One of the guys that I work with based out of uh, Tampa in Florida has clients all over the world, runs Facebook ads management for people, hopped into an entrepreneur into a business Facebook group uh, so a, f a Facebook group with business owners in it. Uh, and these are business owners that are trying to learn how to use Facebook effectively and they're running campaigns. So this was his post to get work. He basically said, hey, does your current Facebook ad campaign suck? And if you want, I'll have a look at it for you and I can fix it. That was his offer, right? Yeah, that does, your current, does your current Facebook ad campaign suck? Uh, is your uh, cost per click stupid? Uh, your, is, are you getting, these are the words, like, are you getting shitty results? I know Facebook really well. Let me just have a look at your account and maybe I can fix it for you. Mm -hmm. That was his offer. Eight days later, $20,000 worth of recurring revenue and clients. Wow. Right? Because all he did was add value to a community saying, I know this, you know, when it work, when it doesn't work, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole idea of advertising is you want to return on investment. So can I help you? That was his offer. Can I help you? Uh, you know, half a dozen people put up their hand, $20,000 in recurring monthly revenue in less than eight days, right? So social media is an easy place to find customers. So who needs your help? Uh, I was recently at CES that I tra because I travel a lot, I got a lot of conferences, a lot of trade shows. CES is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. It's the largest tech show in the world. 3,800 companies are uh, uh, displaying and exhibiting there. 200,000 people are visiting the conference. 50,000 of those people are decision makers, CEO, uh, CFO, Chief Marketing Officer. The one question I asked every single person I spoke to is, who are you hiring for, right? Now, we're at a trade show, which is all about sales and marketing uh, mm -hmm. in terms of their products and service. The number one thing they're hiring for is, can you help me with Facebook? Can, can anybody help me with Facebook? Do you know somebody who can do AdWords for us? Do you know somebody who can create content for us? Do you know some, These are all the, all the people they're looking for. They can't find people with skills. Mm -hmm. So nomads are people that can, who have skills mm -hmm. that are very marketable, that they can pretty much live anywhere and deliver that service. So, uh, so my first thing is, what have I got? What can I do? Who will benefit the most? And then how can I connect with them? Social media, Facebook, LinkedIn are the easiest ways to connect with people. If I want to get a little bit more um, uh, creative in my strategy, I can go down the path of saying, um, I want to work with, and I'll use, uh, I, I hate 
this market, not that I have anything against this market, but let's say dentists, because everybody wants to work with dentists. Um, if I know that I've got a way that I can structure an AdWords campaign that's going to get dentists, dental implant patients only. So I'd go to all the dentists and say, listen, if I can just get you dental implant patients, not regular patients, just dental implant patients, how many dental implant patients do you want a month? Right? And they might say, I want four or five. Right? Great. So if I can show you a way that we can bring you four to five dental implant uh, patients, can we work together? Mm -hmm. The guy's going to go, sure. What's it going to cost me? Okay. Great. So if I can make it pay for itself. So if if my work gives you those four or five patients, you make a hundred grand, right? Is it worth investing five to $10,000 in my services to deliver you that hundred thousand? Yes. Right. Great. So let me show you how we can work together and deliver those patients to you, yeah. right? So, and I know I'm being flippant and, and making it sound easier than it is, <laughs> but the basics of it are, and, I, and the number one way to get customers when you're, uh, if you, and I'm, we're talking about location independence, the number one way to get customers anywhere is teach people what you know. You know, yeah. Beck, you teach people what you know and people pay you for your courses yeah. because you teach people what you know and you make revenue out of those courses. It's one of the easiest ways to get clients. So if I talk, Facebook is complex. If you know, if you've got some nouse about you on Facebook, um, uh, that means you've got a skill that people desperately want to get right. Mm-hmm. Because last year, uh, well, just recently, Facebook made a huge change, a massive algorithm change, which affected everybody in business. But last year, Facebook made 400 changes to their ad platform. Now, how does a person within a company keep up with 400 changes? Freaking impossible, yeah. right? Um, so, uh, so if you've got skills and you know that you're up to date on these things, you can go to the market and say, listen, if you can't keep up with the 400 changes and you want to make Facebook work for you, let's have a chat. Let me show you how it can work for you. So if you teach people what you know or offer to teach them what you know, nine times out of 10, they turn around and say, you know, Beck, that was really cool. Can you do this for us? How much is it going to cost us to hire you to do this for us? That's one of the easiest ways to get a customer is to teach people what you know. Right. Yeah. and so that's fast. So if you want four or five customers really quick, you just got to go and find half a dozen people and say, listen, if I show you how this works um, and, and you can see for yourself what's going on at the end of the day, if you like the idea, maybe I can help you out. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all we're offering. Right. Yep. Um, and the one thing that I encourage people is to set themselves up into a recurring revenue scenario. Yep. So if you're going to do Facebook ads, you're going to charge them a management fee every month. So that means you're making money every month. Every client you bring on board adds a compounding interest to how much money you make. So if you're charging, let's say, I encourage people to charge two and a half to three thousand a month. As that's the poverty pack, right? The poverty pack is two, two and a half to three grand a month to manage AdWords or manage Facebook campaigns, right? Yeah, that um, one so, poverty pack. Yeah. Two thousand so, dollars. Yeah. So we got. So we sell a poverty pack. Worst case scenario, we're making three grand a month to manage mm-hmm. ad, AdWords. So if we bring on three customers, that's $9,000 a month you're making, just three. So all I've got to do is go and show half a dozen people how Facebook works and then sign them up to let me manage your campaign for you, let me monitor, let's build a strategy, let's get your customers mm-hmm. throughout a month uh, and you can sign them up for 12 months in advance. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make hundred grand, you just got to sign up three customers, right? Uh, then you're getting $9,000 every month. Now I would imagine $9,000 USD goes a long way when you're traveling. Yeah. 
right? Um, as long as you deliver the service, as long as you support the customer as you would because you're helping them, right? Uh, but the smart way to do it is to charge the three grand a month and then find somebody else to do it for 500 a month. That way you get to keep 2,500 and somebody else does the heavy lifting. So now you're getting $7,500 cash for time mm -hmm. and somebody and your costs are $1,500 per month for three clients. Um, so there's a whole bunch of ways in which you can do what I've suggested. So mm -hmm. first way, know what you're selling, know what you're good at, who can benefit what, from what you do, then go and offer to teach them how they can get a result with what you do, then offer them to do it for them. Uh, and then that way you can sit and say, right, how much money do I want to make and work backwards? If I want to make 10 grand a month and I'm chart and my cot, let's, and I know $3,000 for some people is a lot of money. Uh, let's say we said $1,000 and I wanted to make $5,000 a month every month. So I've got to get five clients, right? So the faster, faster I can get five clients, the faster I make $5,000 a month, right? So mm -hmm. that can happen in a month. That can happen in a week. You know, Tanner, the guy I talked about on Facebook, did it in eight days, 20 grand a month four clients, right? Um, just by offering people, can I help you? Can I show you how this works? <laughs> you know? um, and, that's, and that is one of the easiest ways to get customers. Uh, the other thing is you want to make sure that you value what you do. Understand the result that your customer gets from what you deliver. That's going to determine how you actually price. You can actually charge more for your services. So an example of this are websites. Most people know that you can buy a website for, for $1,000 or $2,000. A basic website, right? Mm -hmm. But in the real world, in the world outside of the internet marketing, online, nomadic lifestyle community, um, companies pay 50, 100, 200. One of my consultants just sold a website for a million dollars. A website for a million bucks. Right, so outside that's crazy, isn't it? So outside of the outside of the the our community, the coconut cash nomad, let's you know, uh, let's you know, live off live off the smell of noisy rag. I only need a very little bit of money to have fun, right? Um, uh, people will pay a lot more, right? So I know that I can buy a website for two thousand dollars, but I could sell that two thousand dollar website for fifteen thousand mm -hmm. dollars because that's what the market will pay. Right. Um, so the other side of it in terms of AdWords, my question is if I'm charging three grand a month for, for service managed services, how many customers do they need to generate from my managed services to pay for that three grand? So that they break even half the time. It's one customer. So I often will say to people, if you give me one customer a month and I give you five customers back, are we cool? <laughs> that's what it boils down to, right? If you give me one client that's worth, 10 grand to you and I'm charging you 10 grand a month and then I go and give you another five on top of that so you make 50 are we okay right yeah the answer is always going to be yes so if we keep playing that game so that this thing pays for itself I will play that casino game every day of the week mm -hmm. if I give you a buck and you give me five bucks back <laughs> I'll keep shelling out money to you yeah John, let's talk real quick about um, I'm just a bit conscious of time about yeah. how uh, I want to be as real as possible, you know, with this podcast. I want to be yeah. at, uh, as honest as I can. And mm -hmm. it, we are making it sound easy right now. And it's not, it, I mean, actually I've done this and it is, uh, it, it is possible and it's not difficult, but it does require a little bit of mindset hacking yes. to get yes. through those because not everyone is going to say yes. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about, 
about that side of things? Um, it starts with what do you want? You know, what you focus on most becomes your reality. So if you're going to focus on generating income and that's what you, and you've got to think about, well, what am I going to do to generate income? How am I, I have to make an offer to somebody to generate an income, right? So I need to think about who I'm offering to. So my thing is if you want to ramp up really quickly, think about who your customer is and what they want from what you do. That's the first thing I need to think about. You know, what, what problem am I solving? How am I helping them get the result they want? right? That's the, that's the first thing. So once I've got that down pat, or once I understand that, then it's really easy to go to say, hey, I help people do this. Do you need help with this? Yes or no? I help people do this. Do you need help with this? I, I help people do this. Do you need help with this? Right? So if I was doing it hard, cold, that's going direct. The other way to do it is to, dra to drag people to me, to attract people to me. So how do I do that? I'm going to let people know that I've got some skills. I'm going to let people, I'm going to jump on to sites like Fiverr and Upwork and LinkedIn and Facebook and just let people know. So, hey, this is what I do. If you know anybody needs any help in this area, this is how I help people. Mm -hmm. So, it takes, so you can uh, attract people to you. You can sit and say, hey, this is how you run the perfect AdWords campaign to get customers to buy plumbing work, mm -hmm. right? So, if I went to Google, I could, t I could Google best AdWords campaign for plumbers. Guess what will come up? Mm. The best AdWords campaigns for plumbers, right? If yeah. I went to a software, uh, there's a free trial of a software called iSpionage, right? Um, I can go to iSpionage and pick the top three ad, ad campaigns for plumbers, the top three landing pages, and I know that I could replicate those ads and I could replicate the landing pages, right? So all I would have to do is go to a plumber and say, listen, dude, do you want the ads that are working or do you want me to show you the ads that don't work? Would you like the ads that are generating sales and generating phone calls for your plumbing business? Would you like to see the landing pages that are actually generating results right now that are working in the plumbing business and can I manage that for you, right? Mm -hmm. The plumber's going to go, yeah, I want the ads to work, not the ads that are not going to work, mm -hmm. right? So you've got to make an offer that is relevant to who you're promoting your services to. The yeah. other thing, the other way of doing this, and this is another way that people um, uh, do this easily, is there's so many people out there, like myself, who employ nomadic people for their services. You know, I've got funnel builders, Facebook advertising people that I hire um, remotely. Uh, I've got so many people. Go to the internet marketers of the world and ask them, hey, do you need a Facebook guy? Do you need an email marketing guy? Do you need a, you know, who out there use the social networks to get the work. So there's plenty of opportunities and that gives you experience. And when you have that experience, it builds your confidence and then you can go, Hey, you know, slowly, slowly, you're going to build your rates. You're going to build your credibility. You're going to be able to do things. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, you know, the first thing is my question is, what do you want to do? How much do you want from that? Like, what do you really want? Mm -hmm. I, I make a joke. What do you really, 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 really want? That's four reallys, mm -hmm. right? The more real you are about what you want, and then it's like, okay, to get that, what are the steps to get that going, right? Yep. So I've given a whole bunch of steps here but uh, and a whole bunch of ways to get money, right, yep. uh, by uh, putting some sort of value out there so people would engage with it. There, there are so many opportunities. Like it's crazy how big the opportunities are. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason, one of the reasons I travel back is because um, I go to a lot of events and industry conferences to find out what's going on in those industries um, so that I can come back to the people that I work with around the world and say, listen, here's a market that desperately needs mm -hmm. you and there is a pile of cash to be picked up along the way. 
and here's how we go and get that cash, right? Yeah. Um, or for my agency, because I also run an agency separately, we ha- we're in the health niche. So for me, it's like, you know, be in my market, know my customer. And this is probably where people, because they don't know, right? They, they don't realize that this is the case and you're learning along the way. The number one thing is who is your customer and why should they buy from you? Why do they need what, what it is that you have, uh, have to sell? Who desperately wants it? Now, it's really easy to validate the idea because all I've got to do is go and chase somebody who's already doing it, mm-hmm. look at their website and say, oh, there's a case study. They specialize in, uh, you know, in um, chiropractors. Well, Jesus, chiropractors are spending money on this, this campaign, right? So that means they're spending money on advertising. That means I, if they're spending money on advertising, then I can go and sell advertising, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to find customers? Type in Google, you know, industry or business niche. And then the first... That you like the first four things that come up are ads. All of those companies are looking for people for help to get their marketing better. There's your customers. Instant validation. They're already spending money, right? Yes. Easy to sell to people who are already spending money on what you have to offer. So that's the easiest thing. You know, know what you've got, know who benefits the most, and then go, hey, do you want some help in this area? <laughs> you know, or if you want to just make cash and go and work, you know, uh, under contract for somebody else, there's hundreds of me around the world that are hiring people all the time. Like, you know, I'm just in the middle of hiring an event coordinator. Um, in the middle of hiring, I've just hired a, a full-time Facebook guy uh, who lives in some part of the world. Um, you know, and they're making really good money out of me as well. You know, um, you know I'm supporting their coconut cash lifestyle, right? So, so uh, it's not hard to find the opportunities. The idea is to go asking you know, be clear about what you want, know how much you want to make and go, right, what I've got to do, break that down. What I've got to do to go and get that. Where can I get that? And, yeah. and the idea is to open yourself up to the possibilities rather than going narrow and thinking this is the path. You know, I, I'm a big believer opportunity uh, is everywhere. Um, and all you've got to do is put out your hand to pick it up, right? Uh, if you don't want it, and you know, if you don't want it, you don't pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to put yourself in the path of opportunity, then you want to let people know that you're open. The doors are open, right? So get out on your social media, your Facebook and say, does anybody know who needs help with this? It's a fast way to get a customer. Go to your friends and networks instantly and say, look, I'm, I'm really good at this. I know I can help people with this. Um, do you know anybody who, who needs help with this? Fastest way to get customers through your networks, yeah, right? And get paid and that gives you experience. So there's a level, there's a, there's a like, I'm trying to remember who coined this phrase and I wish I could credit him for it. Um, but the name is, is escaping me, but you know, the, the, the essence is clarity, you know, be clear about what you want from there. You get certainty when you're clear, you're certain when you're certain, you've got confidence. When you've got confidence, you can succeed at anything you put your mind to. That's right. I think a lot of people, um, you know, listening to this or not, they, they talk themselves out of the thing before they really get started on it. And, and if you talk yourself out of something, you know, you, it's like you said before, um, you have to gain those little wins for confidence. I call them small wins. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit of confidence and then you go, oh, this is, this is all right. And then you do another thing and, and it works. Oh, that's, that's good. And, and then they kind of just build up and yeah. suddenly you've got this mojo that you didn't have before. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. Yeah, you're going to talk to people who don't want your services. That's okay. It's not about you. It's about the yeah. thing that they needed or didn't need, you know. 
So you're um, going to learn. You're going to learn along the way when you have these interactions. That's how you learn. Um, there's a famous TED talk that I would recommend everybody go and watch. Mm-hmm. A lady called Amy Cuddy uh, did a TED talk about presence, uh, about confidence, right? And she is a Harvard uh, professor, and she felt as a Harvard professor, so she worked all her life to go to the best schools, to get the best education. She had a really hard time. She, she had a severe accident in her life that, that, uh, that impeded her physically uh, along the way. But here she was. She was a professor at Harvard, and she felt like a fraud, like she's, she made it to the upper echelons. And then a student came into her room and said, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing here. I feel like I don't belong at Harvard. And in that moment, she just burst into tears because she felt the same way, but she was a professor, right? Yeah, yeah. But one thing that she says in that talk, which I highly recommend everybody go and uh, uh, see, is at the very last minute, she talked about the idea of faking it till you make it. But she said something different. She said, do it and you'll become it. The only way you're going to learn and grow is by doing the things. And that's where you gain your experience. You're not going to learn from, you know, you're not going to learn... Uh, if you learn an idea from a book and you don't apply that idea, you haven't learned anything. You haven't experienced anything. Uh, if you go and apply the idea, you're going to get feedback, positive or negative. It's going to give you some uh, an experience of knowledge and understanding that you didn't have before. And it's the same as if you want to build a business or you want to build an income for yourself. You've got to do the things that you know that you need to do to become the person uh, or be the person that you want to be right? Uh, You don't just arrive one day and think, hey, I've got it all worked out. You've got to go through spaghetti in life to get to where you want to get to because that's your learning experience. It's like traveling. Traveling is about experiences, culture, food, relationships, connection, um, you know, uh, uh, soul searching, uh, your own spirituality, whatever the, whatever is being um, expressed is almost exacerbated when you travel, Mm. right? Because, because overstimulation all the time. But, but in that, um, you're uh, having those experiences uh, uh, build a different personality and different character to you as a person. You know, I mean, when you moved to Thailand, like that was a big thing to, hey, I'm just going to move to a country where half the population doesn't speak English and the other half of the population does, or if they do, it's broken English. Pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, and you had to learn, you know, rent and uh, transport and travel and, you know, uh, looking after yourself and mm-hmm. making sure that you're, you know, uh, eating well and all that sort of stuff. All of those things were very different than what you'd experience in New Zealand or in Australia. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, so, yeah, so do it and you'll become it. You know, go through, create the experiences uh, and get the feedback because that's the fastest way that you're going to learn. It's the fastest way to get to where you want to go to. Do it and you'll become it. That's the quotable of the episode, everyone. I love it. <laughs> Hey, I've got a couple of quick fire questions for you, if that's cool, and then we'll do uh, where they, people can find you online. Yep. Um, all right, let's do this. <clears throat> what part of your nomadic journey has been your favourite so far? Always meeting new people. Always, I'm fascinated by people's stories. So the most, the most uh, rewarding thing for me is is uh, meeting people that uh, that, and I've often been inspired by people. And that's not just business people; that's just people in general. So I think that's probably the most rewarding thing is just connecting with people from all over the world. Love it. What's your favourite country to nomad in, and why? I have to say America, um, only because I see that it is the land of opportunity. Uh, um, it, well, and and uh, it, it, I feel like I was born in the wrong. I was born in the wrong country, uh, so I have an affinity to that country. Um, but uh, and there are parts of that country that are 
beautiful that I, that I love as well. So, uh, so if you're going to ask me location, I'd have to say San Diego or Encinitas, which is mm. just San Diego. All right. Um, what is your favorite? I know you're a foodie. What's your favorite restaurant in the world? I had, I probably had one of the most interesting dining experiences I've ever had, but I have to say true foods, uh, and true foods is a chain. It's a organic, uh, kind of, uh, organic food, vegan, come, you know, everything, uh, restaurant, everything's fresh, like, you know, juices and food. And then they have, uh, uh, organic alcohol. I mean, who needs organic alcohol? Um, uh, um, but uh, True Foods is is awesome for for restaurants for food. Mm. Really expensive service is awesome, and the loca- the the uh, the, the uh, atmosphere is pretty cool. So they're pretty consistent in in what they do. Um, but if you uh, yeah, so that would be my favorite restaurant, True Foods. There's no multiple in the US. Yeah, they're in the US. So they're in uh, every city I've been to so far has had a True Foods, and they're pretty amazing. All right, cool. And what um, advice do you have, one piece of advice for people who are wondering about being nomadic or starting out on a nomadic journey? Um, uh, I think that the thing that's coming to mind is um, uh, just go and embrace uh, experiences. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're creating an experience in life. You know, the reason why you're traveling and the reason why you're going to other cultures is, is that's going to have a huge impact on your life uh, forevermore. You know, that, that's, going to, that's going to shape a different view of how you, you approach things and, and how you do things. So for me, uh, go and immerse yourself uh, in, you know, don't, don't just get caught up in the touristy things. Be part of those communities. Hang out with people. Uh, um, in the countries that you visit because you're going to learn the experience is going to be so much richer for you. Um, and, and I've often amazed at how generous and kind and, um, uh, in, you know, embracing people are from different cultures. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's quite extraordinary how people uh, are very open to, to sharing their experiences with us foreigners as we're traveling um, the world. You know, they, we're just as much of a curiosity in them as they are to us. So, uh, so yeah, immerse yourself in, in where you go. You know, be part of where you go because that's where you're going to get the greatest experience in travel. Awesome. Love it. Where can people find you online? Uh, just go to consultingunleashed.com and you can take all my cool free stuff on business ideas and strategies and tactics. There's a ton of stuff there. Nice. So, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, my email is just john at consultingunleashed.com. Wicked, nice and easy. Great to have you on the show, John. Thanks, Beck. Thanks for tuning in today. If you love Nomad Me, make sure to leave your good review on iTunes. Every week, I select a reviewer to win a lifetime Nomad Fly membership for free. All the show notes can be found at digitalnomad.me. See you tomorrow.